Welcome to my Secret Place Devotion with Oyeks Alfred. The Word of God is alive and equipped to change your life. Good morning and happy Easter. It's Easter Friday and I pray for you in the name of Jesus that everything that is dead in your life, let it come back to life in the name of Jesus. By the resurrection power, let everything that is dead turn around and come to life. The Bible says in Romans 8, 11, that if the spirit of God that raised Jesus from the dead, if he lives in you, then the Lord will quicken your mortal bodies. Any part of your body or your life that needs a quickening, let the spirit of God rest upon you and quicken it right now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. What makes a man truly wealthy? I ask this question because if you are a child of God, then this should be very important to you. If you don't know what it is that makes a man truly wealthy before God, then you can be running around pursuing what is wealth in the eyes of men and not what is wealth in the eyes of God. Remember that as we labor on this side of life, there is a life that is much, much longer and much more important and that is eternity. And when Whenever God makes a decision or when God makes a definition or when God gives a counsel, he's making all those things based on eternity because God recognizes that time is extremely short. You know, when a man is dying, the last thing he will ask for is for a job or a car or all those material things. The two major things I know that a man would ask for is number one, he might ask for, oh God, give me more time. That is number one. Number two, he would ask for the Lord to accept him into heaven. Those are the two things that are critical to a dying man. And these should also be an indication of what makes a man truly wealthy. It is not about the physical possessions. As good as they are, that doesn't make you true wealthy what good is all the cars and the money when you don't have peace what good is all the cars and the money when you don't have favor what good are all the money in your bank account when things are not going well between you and your family and between you and God let's even take a look at the scripture in the book of Luke chapter 12 verse 15 Jesus said something very beautiful he said then he said beware God against every kind of greed life is not measured by how much you own now this is jesus talking and he said that life is not measured by how much you own so my question is if life is not measured by how much you own then what exactly is the measure of life how is the life of a man measured in the physical we measure a man and we say oh this is a great man when we know that he has physical possessions but from what the bible is telling us that indeed life is not measured by the things that you have now this is a pause and think moment if all that you have available to you are just the material possession then you have a big problem because jesus is saying that he does not measure your life by the things that you have so what exactly is the measure of a man's life how is a man weighed before god in the next few verses jesus continues by explaining by telling the story in verse 16 and said a rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops he said to himself what should i do i don't have room for all my crops then he 
he said, I know. I'll tear down my bounds and build bigger ones. Then I'll have enough room to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth but not have a rich relationship with God. King James put that verse 21 like this. He says, so is he that layeth up treasures for himself and is not rich towards God. So what is God communicating here? Now this man was a very wealthy man in terms of goods and all of that. In other words, he had a big company. The company was doing so well that he expanded the company and all of that. He had maybe multiple branches and the Bible did not tell us that he was cheating or stealing or killing or doing anything evil to have this company. So he went through the legal means and then he he built a massive company. The company was so big, he had to expand and all of that. And then he sat back and said, okay, wow, I've laid up enough money in stocks, in bonds, in cash, and all of that, in cars, in property, in assets. I can now sit back and rejoice and enjoy myself. What did God call him? God called him a fool. But guess what? If we're going to have a seminar or, you know, we want people to mentor people who are going to do very well in life, we're going to call this man as the number one speaker in the conference. However, Jesus is calling the man a fool while we will call the man a very wise man who say wow this man is so wise wow he's been able to expand his company in the midst of crisis and all of that we will say he's wise but God is calling him a fool then why did God call him a fool give us a clue in verse 20 he said but God said to him you are a fool this night you will die the who own everything that you work for the Bible says a person is a fool when you build up earthly wealth but you do not have a rich relationship with God so what is it that makes a man truly wealthy before God. Number one, it is a man who has built a rich relationship with the Lord. If you do not have a thriving relationship with the Lord, no matter what you have in your bank account, according to God, you are poor. Number two, he calls you a fool. What does it mean to have a rich relationship with the Lord? It means to have, you know, that connection between you and the Lord. You know that Jesus is in your heart and you're living a life of righteousness, a life of holiness, not a life where you have gone to the altar and accepted Jesus into your life and then you're misbehaving, living in sin carelessly and all of that. It is not that you will not make a mistake. Obviously, you make a mistake. However, you know, a person that makes a mistake is different from a person who lives in a mistake. That person who is living in sin, this is his lifestyle. He's not planning to repent from lying or whatever it is that he's doing. But this other person who has just made a mistake, every day he's striving towards getting better in God. He's striving towards, you know, looking more and more like Christ on a daily basis. When he falls down, he's grieved. He mourns for his sins. He repents and he he moves on. Look at what the Bible says in John chapter 6 verse 27. He says, but don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For the God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. So the Bible is saying, don't labor for things that are perishable. Things that are here today, gone tomorrow. He said, labor for the things that are eternal. Labor to find what eternal life means. Labor to be close to God. Labor to have a rich relationship with God. A lot of us are just in church. We don't have a qualitative relationship with the Lord. You know, the presence of God is not on your life. When you go to pray, it is dry. It's as if you're talking to a dead 
good. But you see, there are other people who have a thriving relationship. When they go into the presence of God, the presence of God is there. They can tell they are communicating with the Lord. They are living a life that pleases the Lord. Their life is so rich. It's so full. They are full of joy, even when they don't really have anything at their disposal financially. And even those who have money at their disposal understand that the purpose of money is to be able to bless lives and lay up treasures here on earth so that in eternity that money will count for you. I'm going to end by saying this. Any money that you are not able to transfer to heaven before you die is wasted funds. How do you transfer money to heaven? I will tell you on Monday. But for today, God bless you and enjoy the Easter weekend. For other life-changing messages, you can now download the app Rev Oyik Speaks from Play Store for Android phone users or Apple Store for iOS users. You can also follow us on Instagram, YouTube and Telegram, all on the handle Oyik's Alfred. Oh,